Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So before we get started with today's topic, I want to remind you that you can still join my new monthly membership called Awaken Your Magic. In this monthly membership, we take topics Topics that might be similar to what I do in the podcast, except I work with you in a group setting. And we dive deep into topics like breaking free of money blocks, increasing self-love, self-confidence, and self-esteem, and much more. And it is the next best thing to getting to work privately with me one-on-one. We do a masterclass through Zoom where you are there live and you get to actively participate. And we also have a group reading each month where you can bring a topic and we will pull cards and dive deeper into that area to give you more guidance. So if you want to know about a business you're starting, you want to know about a relationship, we can dive into that. And all of the masterclasses and the card readings are recorded and they're put in the Facebook group so you can go back and access them at any time. And even if you can't make it there for the live, you can watch it on the replay. And if you can't make it for the reading, you just let me know what you wanted me to explore, and then I still pull cards for you. So it's amazing, and through the week in the private Facebook group, I add tools there to help you develop your spiritual growth, spiritual routine, and just to help you grow and learn as a human so that you can live your best life. If you're interested, you can join and you can cancel at any time. Just go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There, go to the offerings page. If you click on the plus sign or scroll down on the offerings page, it's under Awaken Your Magic. You can read more about it and then enroll. And I highly recommend you checking it out because we are having so much fun and I'm loving it. All right, so I am going to continue diving deeper into numerology this week. Last week, I recorded an episode about your life path number, and today I want to talk about your soul urge number, because in my opinion, I think this number is equally as important, because your soul urge number is also called your heart's desire number, and it represents your inner you, and really, what are your true hidden desires, and for most of us, we really don't even know what that is. And part of that journey is about learning who we truly are and what our heart's desires truly are. So the heart's desire number represents the inner you and it exposes your hidden motivations, your deepest cravings and urges, along with your likes and dislikes. And it reveals the true intention behind most of your actions and decisions. It also shows you what your soul needs in order to grow and evolve in life and in your relationships. So it's pretty important. So the soul urge number is derived not from your birth number, like your life path number. This is actually derived from the full birth name that you are given, and it uses the Pythagorean alphabet. So to calculate your soul urge number, what you do is you only take the vowels in your name, and it's your full birth name, because vowels are pronounced from free-flowing breath and they have soft edges. They represent the true, tender, and often hidden you, and they reveal your deepest soul urges. So you only take the vowels, and then there's a chart that you can look at that takes the Pythagorean alphabet and gives you a numerical value. Now, I can't really give you an example of how to do this while we're talking, but I will put a link in the description of the podcast to take you to a place where you can calculate your own soul urge number. So... 
let's go through what it reveals. Your soul is the essence of who you are. And it's the part of you that works behind the scenes to coordinate the five elements on all the planes. So it's a mixture of the material world and also the spirit world. And regardless of what your cultural belief is, many people believe that when you are not living fully aligned in your true essence, then you're not experiencing health, prosperity, love, and fulfillment. So someone who isn't living their soul's true essence might be prone to a lot of illness or feel like bad luck always comes their way. And it's because you're not living your true soul's desire, which I think is interesting. And really, it makes a lot of sense. So if you have a soul urge number one, and you may need to go back and get your number and then listen to this again, but the soul urge number one means that you have strong leadership abilities. A soul urge one, they encompass strong leadership abilities, but they demand independence, individuality, and originality. They have a lot of creative talents and high standards. You can wield powerful energies with your strong will and even bend situations and circumstances to get the results you're after. You have to live life on your own terms. Such a fountain of high power energy makes it easy for you to manifest whatever you set your mind to. And it also enables you to make difficult decisions that other people may avoid. People trust your judgments and they admire you and some may even envy you. Most people like to follow you, so you need to make sure that you're always in alignment with your own wisdom and the purpose of your soul in order to manifest these. If you're willing to work hard, then success will come naturally to you. You have a very charismatic personality and may become the center of attention. And while you do like to lead, you're also thoughtful of others. You have an infectious enthusiasm because you're highly intelligent. So you don't get excited about everything. You're likely just to research topics deeper than most people. And you'll only commit to what you absolutely believe in. But once you do decide that you're going to commit to something, you infect others with your enthusiasm. You follow your own ideas in life and you like to make up your own mind. And some of your views may be controversial, but it may be because you have researched something more than others do. There's shadow aspects of this uh, soul urge number as well. Because you have so much knowledge and you're qualified, you have a lot of confidence. This can come across as arrogance to some people, so it's important to soften your approach a little bit. You may be very competitive, so you have to let go of the idea that you have to win at all costs. Also, your leadership abilities are best expressed from a place of authenticity. If you want others to follow you and to engage in what you're doing, you have to do it in an authentic way. So that was the soul urge one. If you're soul urge number two, you're almost the opposite of soul urge number one. Two is concerned with balance, harmony, and sensitivity. So you're more of a sidekick type or a supporter. The twos value cooperation and friendship, and they may prefer to be submissive or subservient in their roles and relationships. They tend to be highly sensitive and trust their feelings more than the rational thought processes because they have very powerful intuition, but they can be prone to being introverts. 
rather than appreciating the material, twos are more likely to appreciate art and music and stories and films more deeply than other people. So twos are devoted and passionate people and they have a strong need to be loved. They also can be a great source of strength to their partners because they're usually happy to compromise in order to avoid conflict. These abilities can lead to long-term fulfilling relationships. Um, twos generally shy away from the spotlight, but because you're so devoted and want to compromise with a partner, you need to be careful that you don't end up with someone who takes advantage of that. Also, twos tend to grapple with self-doubt because they need to anticipate the needs of others. They often risk becoming people pleasers and their sensitivity can cause an emotional imbalance resulting in mood swings or neediness. A two may be undervalued and you may undervalue your own contribution and constantly compare yourself to others but you are a strength to many others and you have a very powerful intuition. You know how things work and you know how to tap into your intuition. So you need to learn how to let go of doubt and to trust yourself. Also, there is a need for balance in your life. You are a born peacemaker, but people will take advantage of that. So you need to find balance so that you're not always the one in the middle of debates and trying to be the one keeping the peace. So that is your shadow side, is learning how to trust yourself, how not to be taken advantage of by others, and to balance your role so you're not constantly the peacekeeper. If your soul urge number is three, then you are blessed with talent and creativity. You express your abilities through writing, singing, poetry, and acting. Threes are almost always the life of the party and a born entertainer, and people love watching you. So whether you've chosen this consciously or not, your soul is pushing you to take center stage and to express your creative talents. So if you're willing to overcome your desires, you can be very successful in life because of these talents and abilities that you have. So you are a people's person. The party just isn't the same when you're not there. You're happy and outgoing. You may be a little eccentric, but people love your sense of humor and how much fun you are. You have very high levels of creativity. You don't like jobs that are menial and repetitive. You really oppose work if you're a number three. So a lot of the urge number threes end up choosing careers that ensure financial stability, but it also goes totally against what you were designed for because you are designed for your soul expressing its unique talents. So that repetitiveness is going to be like deadly to you. You may battle procrastination. You are so talented in so many ways that you may have a hard time picking what you want to go with. So you need to learn how to apply discipline and consistency to your work. You may also grapple with self-doubt and criticism because you picked the path that you picked, you may become your own worst enemy. You may overthink situations that other people might not even think about, uh, maybe when it comes to the projects that you're working on. So you have to learn not to give up on your dreams and not to be so critical of yourself. For soul urge number threes, 
attracting a partner is very easy for you because your partner sees that spark of joy and sunshine in you. And so they're likely to want to stick with you all the time and your creativity makes you attractive. But your shadow here is that if the relationship becomes stale, you may become restless and you may need to look for something else that brings you more excitement. This brings us to soul urge number four. The soul urge number four represents stable foundations. And some people compare this energy as being masculine, but fours work really hard and for everything, work is everything to them and they are very goal oriented. Also, they may have a strong sense of a need for justice. So they will do very well in careers and may work in field of law and order. They enjoy regular exercise routine and tend to want to look neat and clean and be strong and healthy. They possess a lot of stability and practicality. So there are a lot of positive attributes, but there are also some shadow sides as well. They possess the need for stability and structure. So they're willing to work hard. They will be the rock in any business. They also, this also manifests in relationships too. They need to have stability there. They're the person you can always rely on. They're always on time. They have no problem taking on more routines or responsibilities. The house is usually in order. They do chores methodically. Um, so it's like everything is structured to them. They're always working towards some goal. So they will achieve a lot of things. The goals tend to be down to earth, which makes them even more achievable. And they can blend into their surroundings without drawing a lot of attention to themselves. Not really big on socializing or having the spotlight, but they will be protective over their family or loved ones. The shadow side, and this makes total sense, for this soul urge number is perfectionism. So there is a need to create order and stability in life. And so sometimes they forget the bigger picture they get too carried away with establishing order and trivial things. So they might invest a large amount of time in cleaning the house in particular ways. So this takes up a lot of their time. The rules represent freedom to soul urge number fours. So by following the rules, you're creating the stability that your soul craves. But you can become too rigid in this way too. Also, Fours love and care deeply and are moved by injustice, so it's important to be involved with charitable organizations, but person with a soul urge for may struggle to express deep feelings, and they may express things practically or materially and feel like feelings are not tangible, and so it may baffle you at times. Your love is often expressed through practical actions but this may not be the same for others, so you need to find a way to express your love more deeply like others do. So those are your shadow attributes. So now we have soul urge number five. This is all about change, travel, new people, freedom, and adventure. Soul urge number fives always want exploration. They take risks. They have abundant energy and passion but sometimes they may struggle to channel that passion into a single outlet. So focusing energy into one particular goal is a challenge. They're great in social situations and never boring, but because of their restless nature, they can often feel like life is a roller coaster. 
Those with number five tend to flick from one thing to the next without finishing any one project. That's because the process is more interesting than the end result. So they may try out many different career paths in life, and the same may be true for romantic partners. You have no trouble dating many people at one time, but you find that trying to find the one to remain loyal to until death do you part might be a challenge. There is a need for freedom, and that excessive need will manifest in every area of your life. You can't be tied down in relationships, but once you do find the right partner, you'll remain loyal to them. But they'll still need to understand and accept your strong need for freedom. So the white picket fence dream really isn't for people who have a soul urge number five. Your loved ones cherish your enthusiasm and your tolerance of others and alternative lifestyles, and there's never a dull moment. But you need to recognize that the demands they place on you are not designed to inhibit you. Picking a career can be very difficult for Life Urge 5. You're very comfortable with change. You adapt quickly to new environments. You may be drawn towards careers that involve travel. You're not particularly interested in acquiring new material things as you're more interested in discovering new ideas and new ways of looking at the world. So the main challenge with careers when it comes to number five is picking one and sticking with it. People generally feel very comfortable around soul urge five, and you often wear your heart on your sleeve. But your openness, even though it's what draws people to you, sometimes it can draw in the wrong people. So you'll have to trust your intuitions. It will keep you on the right path. And now we get to soul urge six, which is what I am. So anyone with a soul urge number six is known to be loving and caring. They are the archetypical caretakers expressing motherly and fatherly energy into the world. They're full of compassion and willing to take on responsibility when required. So they make an excellent spouse or friend, just saying. Um, they are willing to bear huge sacrifices for their loved ones. And they value family life above a career or material wealth. They desire to bring harmony and balance into the lives of others, and they're well-suited for healing professions. Huh. Also, in another site, I read that they're also, uh, they make great educators as well, teachers. They value peace and truth and are full of good advice, and they are excellent counselors. So if there is someone in need, they will go out of their way to help them. But there are also some unique challenges that come with having a a soul urge six number. Sixes are often so wrapped up in the needs of others that they might lose sight of their own desires. Their caring and trusting nature can sometimes blindsight them and they may put their trust in the wrong people. They understand the concept of unconditional love and this enables them to maintain fidelity and loyalty towards those they love or their romantic partners and can cause them to see their romantic partners as the one but it's important for them to sift through their list of friends just to ensure that they're really with people they can trust. Letting go of people is hard for a soul urge six. Soul urge sixes are generous, protective, and harmonious. Taking care of others and restoring harmony gives them immense satisfaction, but it can also cause them to lose sight of their own needs. The challenge for the soul urge six is to be a little selfish and to set boundaries. Huh, that sounds very familiar. 
they like to take care of others and being a caretaker will often help them to feel fulfilled. And the needs of others and loved ones are of paramount importance, so you have a keen sense of justice. They're often attracted to the healing professions or to charity work. You're willing to do the work and show up hard if you believe the work you're doing has value. So there's also a shadow side, and sometimes the willingness to help can turn into a need to control. So you may feel like you always know what's best for others, and you may try to control what they do. Or instead of thanking you for advice, others may start to resent you for being intrusive or meddling. So if this happens, there's a need to take back, take a step back from the situation, try to tone down the self-righteousness and admit you may not always know what's best. The reason that the soul urge sixes may have such a strong calling to help others is because they may have failed to meet their responsibilities in a previous life. So it's important If you find yourself at a crossroads and having to make an important decision, that you align yourself with compassion and generous energy. I love that. So it's really interesting and makes a lot of sense for me. Even down to my life's purpose, it makes sense. All right. So next moving on is to soul urge number seven. If you're a seven, you're most likely independent and self-motivated and you are in this world to find the deep answers to meaningful questions. You are on a path of self-development, and your sharp mind enables you to process information quickly. You may be spiritual, but probably not religious. And sevens don't take advice from just anyone. That's because they believe everything must be based on logic and reason. You have a lot of remarkable talents. One of those is asking meaningful questions and delving deeply into issues that others may just skim through. So seven see life as a study, and they're always seeking out more wisdom. But they also have some challenges to overcome in this world, and part of that is getting in touch with and understanding your feelings. Career choices for a soul urge seven, if you're always seeking out the truth and you're on a mission to do that, then a lot of people with this soul urge number are well-suited for careers in science and academia engineering or IT, where you're continuously trying to find solutions to problems. You may be more of a hermit. You may be uh, more interested in jobs you can do alone rather than being people-focused or teamwork-focused. They're not very interested in sports usually and not too focused about money and acquiring things. Severns are not generally interested in politics. They don't really have a strong sense of justice. Crowd activities, parties, and fashion trends are usually not for them. Usually tend to surround themselves with few people and usually eccentric people. Sevens usually have one friend or one life partner who they fully trust. Your partner also needs to be on the same level mentally as you or you won't find it stimulating. Relationships may baffle you. It may feel like no one understands you. Or you may get lost in your own thoughts and... um, You prefer to do that rather than to deal with powerful feelings or intimacy. You may need to learn to trust. So you'll need to make some effort to maintain and foster your important relationships. Perfectionism is also one of the shadow sides of this number. You're always seeking more knowledge, but you may not be very tactical about how you express it. So you may come off as a know-it-all. 
And compared to the need for facts and little regard for emotions, you may sound very harsh to other people. So you may, uh, this may lead you to a track of cynicism and maybe even depression. So you need to understand that it's okay to stop the search and let some of your questions go. Next, we have the soul urge number eight. Money and power are the two terms most often associated with eight. Number eight encompasses success, power, drive, goals, confidence, and determination. But eight in numerology also contains balance. So again, you have your own strengths and weaknesses. The number eight is like the great equalizer of the universe. So there are both creative and destructive forces. You can kind of think of the number eight as looking like the infinity symbol if it's turned on its side. And this shape represents the cyclical nature of life. So if you are a soul number eight, you're more likely to attain material wealth in the world, yet you're also more likely to lose it more often than others. You may enjoy amazing ups, but you may also experience huge dips. Going bankrupt doesn't particularly scare those with a soul urge eight. It can even make them more confident, focused, and determined to succeed. And uh, anyone that was born out of a soul number eight will not only take money, but give it generously. For the career path on a soul number eight, again, you're focused on money, wealth, and power, but they can come at a cost. If you are the soul urge number eight, you may encounter difficulty with authority figures. So this can include teachers, mentors, and bosses. So instead of harboring resentment against people like this, try to remember that this is the way that life has chosen to teach you and that it may be teaching you how not to be a difficult authority figure when you come into a a leadership role. So take it as a lesson. Also, the purpose and meaning of your life, your energy, and your main goal, and the positions that you hold are likely to be associated with money. You're goal-driven and enjoy seeing the end result of your efforts, but don't try to hold on to the money that you make in process. The reason you have so much of it is that you can easily and generously give to those who need it the most. Money is so central to your soul urge. So if you don't gain material wealth in life, you'll likely feel like you were cheated and you'll be resentful. Some eights struggle with attaining money, and if this rings true for you, try to heal your sense of self. Establish healthy boundaries and strengthen your sense of self. Physical exercise may also help, as eights tend to be very athletic. You have a magnetic personality, so you're more likely to enjoy several love affairs in life. Career is important, so you need to make sure that you put your romantic partnership ahead of your career or at least share in that vision of success. Your perfect partner needs to be willing to provide emotional and, more importantly, the freedom that you need in order to support your goals. Next, we have the soul urge number nine. The number nine appears in many cultures as a magic number or a turning point in life. And there are a lot of fascinating mathematical qualities to the number nine, too. The number nine looks like an inverted six, and there are some similarities between the soul urge six and the soul urge nine. Core values of a soul urge number nine are selflessness, compassion, and global consciousness. You want to make the world a better place, so you may be passionate about animal rights, or you may be passionate about seeking ways to end poverty, or you may be working towards making sure that education is available and a right to everyone. 
In short, the global movement is what motivates you. So a lot of people with a soul urge nine put a lot of work and energy into humanitarian causes because that is how you're going to gain your most fulfillment. While you're passionate about the causes close to your heart, you do everything through a lens of love and you focus on harmony instead of using force. Career path, you're very artistic and creative and those outlets really awaken your passion So you're well-suited to pursue those fields. Your career in some way will need to put you at service to others. Otherwise, you will feel like something is lacking. Once you've mastered some sort of creative or artistic practice, you may enjoy teaching it, or you may decide to work for charity and help to teach it. So these qualities make you well-suited for psychology or counseling. If you're not working to serve humanity, you may spend your life pursuing spiritual wisdom. Also in romantic relationships, because you are focused on helping the world, sometimes this can make you aloof when it comes to intimate partnerships. The desires of other people you are close to may come in conflict with your desires. You are here to elevate the global consciousness of the world, and these characteristics make you an attractive match, but your actions may sometimes baffle your life partners. Even if you find the one, it may take you a long time, even years, to fully open up to that person. Other people close to you may feel like they don't really know the real you, even after being with you for several years. You can tend to be very emotional, and at times you may find yourself between these two extremes. You're either clinging to people or wanting to withdraw people and be left completely alone. You may also have danger of burnout because you're just trying to save everyone. Also, your idealistic nature can make you somewhat gullible. Not everyone's motivations are as noble as yours, so you may give too much of your time, and that can be detrimental to your health. So remember, no matter how hard you work, the world will always need fixing, so make sure you take some time and do some self-care. The soul urge number 11 Number 11 is a master number, and it's associated with the justice card. So this means that soul urge 11 will have similar effects on those around them, bringing justice and harmony, and you're driven by a desire for spiritual growth. You have a strong awareness that you have a purpose to fulfill in this life, very sensitive and able to sense even the subtlest thoughts and feelings of those around you. You may turn into a people pleaser if you're not grounded. You tend to let your heart lead the way and you trust your intuition because it is very powerful. Material things don't interest you much. Instead, you're attracted to philosophy or a quest for enlightenment and healing. You might also find that you are highly creative, intelligent, and energetic. 11 is a very powerful number, but this powerful energy can come at a cost. People with a soul urge number 11 are often born into troubled families. You may have experienced immense pain when you were growing up, and your keen intuition makes you wise beyond your years. You can tune into the energy of people around you, and so that helps you to understand the cause of their suffering. You may have had a parent who was troubled, and your desire to heal them may remain with you for the rest of your life. This would mean that you would gain great satisfaction by pursuing a healing profession, or a career that allows you to serve others at large. Your desire for making the world a better place and for the greater good of all 
makes you a good match also for the charity sector. You're very attracted to spirituality and you have a well-developed sense of intuition and sensitivity. So this may also make you very good at like the healing arts like Reiki. You are very devoted to your partner and friends. You value close and loving relationships and crave companionship. And there's nothing you wouldn't do for your partner. You tend to have deep bonds with others, but not in the traditional sense. You also desire spiritual bond. This desire can be so powerful that you need to make sure that you don't fall into a trap of getting into a cult or following a phony guru. In romantic relationships, you usually seek resolutions to any conflict. You strive for peaceful, harmonious environments, but you may have very high moral standards for yourself. You have a very, very keen sense of what is right and wrong, and you may tend to impose those on your partner. Because this is an energy number and a master number, it can be very overpowering, so you need to make sure that you ground yourself. Yoga can be a good way to satisfy the need for grounding and attain spiritual growth. So a lot of self-care is important in this number. And then we have soul urge number 22, which is known as the master builder. Also a very powerful number. It has the potential to turn visions and ideas into material reality. So the number 22 is an architect. So if someone is explaining their vision, the 22 is able to see it through to the end and can bring all of these things to life. So soul 22s work good with people who come up with these ideas. They're the ones who actually bring it into fruition. So they possess practical, grounded energy, and they are also most fulfilled when building something that serves a greater purpose. They can become incredibly successful in the world even more so than any other soul urge number. But there are some challenges there too. 22s are here to serve the world in a big way, and they leave a powerful and positive legacy on the world. So whether they pursue political, philosophical, or financial careers, they're bound to leave their mark on the world. They may still experience a lot of inner doubt that could then cause them to shy away from their ambitions. They can put a lot of inner pressure on themselves so they need to surpass that and surpass their personal ambition to work toward a goal that would make the world a better place. If they follow their soul urge number, others may scrutinize them. They may feel the heavy weight of responsibility on their shoulders, and they need to believe in their destiny and carry out their purpose despite that. For relationships, the greatest ambition is to leave a powerful legacy and to make the world a better place. And while admirable, this may cause some problems in romantic relationships. Above all else, 22s need an understanding partner. They need someone who's secure in themselves because of their work commitments. They may not always be able to dedicate as much time and energy to their relationship, and they need a partner who will understand that. Because of that, they will probably experience several relationships, but once they found someone that is secure, they do have a need to settle down. And once settled down, they're loyal and trustworthy. The one they settle down with will need to be patient and caring. They'll need to understand that your desires are out there to build a better world for all. And last but not least, whew, there are a lot of these, is the soul urge number 33. This is known as the master teacher and it's very rare. People with the soul urge number 33 are drawn to serving others and the world at large. 
They express their love with their actions. They strive for harmony and loyalty in their relationships. They honor human values and the human soul. Of all of the numbers, number 33 is the most spiritually evolved, which is why they are known as the master teacher. Its special talents may not always be obvious, but in some people, these spiritual attributes don't manifest until after they reach the age of 35. People with the heart's desire 33 tend to lack personal ambition and instead they want to uplift other people. Also, for careers, people with this soul number have a profound need to serve others through love. They always have a compassionate ear for listening. And so they have an easy time of stepping into another person's shoes and to see other people's predicaments. And they're usually an amazing listener and willing to put in hard work and learn more about psychology. If they did that, they would become an amazing counselor. They are also very artistic and desire harmony, which makes them to strive to create artistic healing and harmonious atmospheres. But being very sensitive, they may lack a belief in their own talents. They're highly sensitive, but they may find themselves in leadership positions. And they may tend to get really involved with projects they feel personally drawn to. People with the soul urge 33 are loyal and compassionate, and they value intimate relationships with friends and family above all else. They invest a lot of effort in their family, but they lack personal ambition, so they focus on the needs of others too, and sometimes too much. They may get too enmeshed in other people's problems, and they also need to learn that sometimes they need to detach or their love and affection will smother those they love. It's a powerful energy, but it can lead to nervous tension, and they may often feel like they're not doing enough or not living up to their potential. And oftentimes they may feel like they have an important mission to fulfill in this world, which can make them incredibly devoted, but if the world which it will, disappoints you, you may feel like it doesn't deserve your efforts. So at times you may struggle with perfectionism. You may impose your high moral standards on those around you. Though you may not always want to, life is calling you to take on greater responsibility than others. And it may be challenging for you to step into a leadership position, but the only way to experience internal peace is not to resist that calling. Okay, so all of those were the soul urge numbers, and you can see why they would be very important, because they can definitely help you when it comes to the area of career and relationships. We can easily see why we're attracted to certain things, or why maybe our career doesn't feel fulfilling, or why we look for certain things or behave certain ways in relationships. So hopefully that was helpful for you. And again, if you want to calculate your own soul urge number, I will put the link in the show notes. You can go there and calculate it for yourself. So I also wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card I pulled is from the Teachings of Abraham deck by Jerry and Esther Hicks. It's physical well-being is only one good thought away. You could have every disease known to man within you today. And if you choose different feeling thoughts tomorrow, they would all leave your body. The key is to not give any unwanted thing much attention. When it doesn't feel good, turn your attention someplace else. All right, I know that sounds difficult to do, but it is possible to try not to focus on the things that are causing you pain or causing you discomfort 
and to try to focus on more loving thoughts and more positive thoughts. And it does attract more positive in. I know I've seen it happen in my own life. If you have always been a negative person or you struggle with that, you know, the problem is when you focus on the negative, you're actually cultivating more of the negative. You really need to start learning how to shift your mindset and to focus on the positive so that you can cultivate more of that into your life. If you are interested in learning how to do that, you can work with me. Either you can work with me privately one-on-one in my 30-day purpose intensive Or you can also join my monthly membership because in that program, Awaken Your Magic, I teach you how to live a more positive life. We do things every week to help you shift your mindset and to get you out of that negative thinking. Also, my Love Your Life course would be perfect for that because in it, I give you a different tool every day. It's 23 daily lessons, I believe, that teach you how to live a more positive life And there are things that can help you to attract more positive things in, teach you how to call on the archangels to work with you and to help you. I teach you how to use mantras. I teach you how to meditate. All of these things are tools that I can give you that help you to wake up every day looking forward to and loving your life and calling more good things in. And if you enroll in the Love Your Life course, I actually have included now two one-on-one sessions with me. So it's an amazing deal because you get the course, which you get to keep forever, and you do it at your own pace, and you get two sessions with me. So once you you can either start in the middle of the course, and when you're halfway through, book a session with me to work on what you've been working on so far, or you can do it at the end after you've gone through the whole course. Whatever you choose to do is perfect for you. There are so many ways you can work with me. All you have to do is go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There under the offerings page, you'll see everything that I offer. And I have a separate page for each thing so you can get more information on it. You just have to, on the phone app, click the plus sign to go to each individual page. On the website, just click the down arrow on the offerings tab and it will take you to all the different pages. And you can get more detailed information All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for following me, for listening to me. I truly appreciate it. I love each and every one of you. And I am asking if you like this podcast to please subscribe, to leave a positive review from wherever you're listening, or to share my podcast with others. Thank you to those of you who continuously do that. I really appreciate you. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays on Facebook at 630 Central, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And if you're in our Facebook group or you follow my Reiki with Melissa Facebook page, you'll be notified every time I go live. Sometimes I just do random little master classes here and there in the live too. I also post videos to Instagram. So go check all of that out. As always, I hope you are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.